Hello, welcome to our SAP Cloud Platform Podcast, Episode 31. I'm Sandy, here with my colleague Sven. How are you doing, Sven? Hi, Sandy. I'm doing good, thanks. Hello, hello to everyone out there. We are both from product management of SAP Cloud Platform from Wadoff, and today we are going to bring our podcast for you guys. And we have three major topics. First, as usual, we will cover our uh, latest release notes of SAP Cloud Platform. And then I will interview uh, with my colleague Sven, talk about new open SAP course. On top of that, we will have two interviews with our colleague Udo to have deep dive session of IoT and integration. Last but not least, we will talk about the events around the corner. So then let's begin with our latest release notes. So when I'm looking at the release notes on July 6th, we had a major update to the platform, updated the platform core um, on the regards of the security protocol supported, um, some announcements. Um, that we are upgrading everything to TLS 1.2. Then also we updated the Java runtime available in the Neo environment. And then also um, just a couple days earlier uh, on June 29th, we had a managed update to the mobile services where especially the SAP content to go uh, capabilities were enhanced. So the SAP content to go application is a mobile application that you connect to your mobile services. And then we had also on June 27th an update to SAP HANA and ASE, the two major databases available in the Neo environment where new revisions were delivered for both. Also on the same date, we had an update to the Cloud Foundry environment. Now the SAP HANA cockpit is available there as well to monitor your SAP HANA databases there. And also the new SAP HANA database explorer is available in Cloud Foundry connected with the SAP HANA databases there as well as with the Web IDE there. Also the Web IDE was updated, the multi-cloud version that it now supports also uh, multi-target application development with full-stack programming model. So you can create database modules, you can create business logic modules and front-end logic modules. Last but not least, we had on uh, June 8th a uh, major update also to SAP Translation Hub. Um, it was with many general improvements, also improvements to the translation quality and integration if you use machine learning services now this is also integrated with SAP Translation Hub. That's it for the release notes for today. Coming to our first major topic for this podcast, the completely updated open SAP course SAP Cloud Platform Essentials, which was just announced and which will be presented by Sven. Sven, at Sapphire now in May 2017, SAP announced the general availability of Cloud Foundry on SAP Cloud Platform. I've heard you like now to give an overview of the platform in its most up-to-date state yet, including the Cloud Foundry-based offering. 
Yes, this is exactly true. So in this basics course, we will start off in week one with a theoretical introduction to SAP Cloud Platform. And then in the following weeks, we will go deeper into applications, persistence, connectivity, security, and more with theory and practice, including in each week, our respective Cloud Foundry-based offerings. Wow, amazing. So I would like to know who is the main target group for this particular course? As this course lays the foundation for all our other courses about SAP Cloud Platform, the target group is very broad and includes application developers, operation experts and IT decision makers. Week one will be of particular interest for IT decision makers. The subsequent weeks then provide a more detailed insight and hands-on exercises. Thanks, Van. So how will be the course structure? The course follows the usual OpenSAP course format and will consist of video units, system demos, practical exercises and learning assignments. Sounds great. So can you tell me like what are the highlights of this course? So this course is completely updated. All the videos are new, all the materials are new, some of the content is the same, but for the first time, it now covers also our Cloud Foundry-based offering throughout each week, as well as some new services like the offering for workflow and business rules. Thank you, Sven, for sharing more insights about this exciting course. I hope you guys are also hugely excited about the course, just like me. So everyone go to open.sap.com and enroll for this course. The Open SATP team and the both of us wish you a great course and learning experience. So let's come to our next topic, which will be Internet of Things and integration. For that, we are doing an interview with Udo Palzer, who is a product manager for Internet of Things and for integration, both services on our SAP Cloud platform. Hi, Udo. Hey, Sven. So, at Sapphire, we talked about uh, we talked a lot about the uh, SAP Leonardo offering, the SAP Leonardo portfolio, and the Internet of Things is a key pillar in that. So, could you perhaps explain what exactly is the Internet of Things in Le SAP Leonardo? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm happy to do so. Thanks so much, Sven, for giving me the opportunity to talk about our key capabilities and as you rightly mentioned, yes, IoT services within the SAP Leonardo portfolio runs on top of the SAP Cloud Platform. Yeah, So one of the key services of the platform, SAP Cloud Platform IoT, is the foundation of the SAP Leonardo portfolio and takes care of all the foundation capabilities such as device management, onboarding, offboarding of devices, making sure you establish a reliable and secure communication to and from the devices. So everything around lifecycle management, onboarding, offboarding of devices, and the secure and reliable connectivity to all kinds of devices via a broad width of uh, communication protocols. Okay, that's really nice. So we also had uh, Internet of Things services on our platform since a couple of years ago. Um, so what's new now at Sapphire? Um, mm -hmm. what's, what are our innovations there in that area? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's also a very good point, Sven. As you rightly mentioned, at Sapphire there was a big announcement done. Namely, we did the acquisition of a Italian company called Plat1, actually already last year. And now what happened in the last half year roundabout that SAP brought the entire Plat1 portfolio, which brought a full-blown IoT, um, solution with itself and so we brought this entire 
portfolio from this Italian company onto our own stack. Ne? So with SAP Cloud Platform, IoT services 4.0, we have moved the entire IoT platform ne, for Plat1 into our own stack. And now we can rightly say that we have a full-blown IoT platform running on top of the SAP Cloud Platform as called officially SAP Cloud Platform IoT version 4.0. And if the new one is the version 4.0, what's the version of the old one? Mm -hmm. The old version was 2.0. 2.0. So if you encounter them in mm -hmm. the documentation or so, so the version, the older version would be the 2.0 version and the new version, the, which is based mm -hmm. on what we acquired from Plat1 is the version 4.0. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. And the new version is already running on Cloud Foundry, I've heard. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're well informed, Sven. Yes, correctly. Okay, so comparing the two versions. So what's the huge benefit of using the IoT 4.0? Mm -hmm. Yes. So of course, there was several reasons actually behind it, why we did the acquisition. Of course, with an acquisition, you can enhance your portfolio in one go in a much, much faster as we would have ever been able to develop all these new capabilities on our own. And one of the key strengths of yeah, the Plat 1 Uh, of Plat1 was and is the breadth of protocols. Now with our old 2.0 version, we only supported two communication protocols, MQTT and HTTPS. Now with the new portfolio, with the version 4.0, we can support up to 60 and even more communication protocols. So with this, now we can also connect to old, old devices that customers have sitting in their landscape and would, of course, like to reuse their existing invests. Yeah, so one key strength, of course, is definitely the, yeah, the variety of different communication protocols that we support now with the version IoT 4.0. Another key reason is that we now really can talk about a full-blown edge gateway, and an edge gateway which sits in the customer landscape near the, to the devices or even on top of the devices and, and takes care of the secure and reliable communication from the devices sitting somewhere in the factory uh, basement you know, without any internet connectivity over the edge you know, into the SAP Cloud Platform. Yeah, so now with IoT 4.0, we bring along a full-blown gateway, IoT gateway as a software component with all kinds of processing capabilities Uh, like reliable messaging, we can store the messages in case the internet connection would be down, and so on. And third, good reason, benefit that we bring along the table now is a multi-tenant model combined with a semantic data model, which allows to establish, to configure yeah, multiple views and roles on the same data model of a device type. Yeah, so now we have different we are target personas of a device, for example, the manufacturer of a device and who needs to understand exactly how a device is being used in real time. So they would like to understand, get the data, the real time data, and, uh, all the real time data of a device, which a device can produce, mm -hmm. while the end user and, uh, usually is only interested in a few amount of the data. Yeah? So with one device model, we can define out different tenants on the same SAP Cloud platform for the different target personas with specific roles and authorizations to view only those data 
Twitter relevant for the target persona. So now we actually can present the received IoT data persona-wise with mm -hmm. those tenants, similar to what we are doing in this in this with S4 HANA with our persona-based filtering with our persona-based Fiori apps, mm -hmm. right? Exactly, exactly. You got it, Sven, as always. Right. So now what we can do, as you rightly summarized, now, so we can define our different views for the different target personas of these IoT data. Yeah, and then several further benefits we can offer now with the SAP Cloud Platform IoT 4.0. So we also uh, currently enable a so-called IoT application enablement services, which allow end users, partners, customers to build their own IoT applications, fully wizard-based, you know, so we have plug-and-play capabilities. You can create your own IoT applications. And with all the rest of the services running on top of the SAP Cloud Platform, like Workflow as a Service, Integration, and so on, we can provide yeah, and, or can establish, can configure end-to-end -end scenarios you know, for, yeah, for an IoT use case, you know, leveraging all the different capabilities of the platform to push the data also into SAP and non-SAP applications. Thanks a lot for those infos on IoT. So just to sum it up and to make sure that I understood everything, now at Sapphire Now we launched the SAP Leonardo portfolio, of which one main pillar is our IoT capabilities there, and they are based on our acquisition from last year, now available as SAP Cloud Platform IoT 4.0. With a, with a lot of protocols which are supported with edge processing capabilities, with a person-based multi-tenant model uh, supporting also a semantic data model and so really full-blown IoT mm -hmm. platform. Yes, you're completely right, Sven. So now we can really talk about a full-blown IoT platform in the cloud as well as a full-blown edge component. Nice, nice. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's it for IoT. Let's talk a bit also about integration because Udo is also a product manager for our SAP Cloud Platform integration. So if you, or why would a customer like to use SAP Cloud Platform integration? What are some of the use cases for what do you actually use it? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's also a very uh, interesting question and a very valid question. So SAP Cloud Platform integration is the default integration platform for all our own SAP Cloud solutions. Yeah, so SAP Cloud Platform integration is being used by basically all our cloud applications, be it Conquer, Hybris, SuccessFactor, Cloud for Customer, Ariba, etc. Yeah, so it's the default integration platform as a service. We can integrate our own cloud applications with each other, and we can, of course, also integrate into other third-party cloud solutions as well as on-premise applications you know, from SAP and on SAP. Yeah, so with SAP Cloud Platform, integration we provide a yeah, standard-based integration platform as a service to provide the integration of SAP and non-SAP applications in the cloud as well as on the ground. Yes, so if I look at integration also uh, SAP process orchestration, so mm -hmm. our on-premise product in that niche, um, how does, uh, does it also work together with the cloud service or uh, mm -hmm. what's the status there? Yes, that's also a very valid question which is actually asked by many, many of our customers. 
So, and we don't take anything away from our on-premise customers. So SAP Process Orchestration keeps on being our default integration platform for the on-premise to on-premise integration. But when it comes to cloud integration, of course, customers have the choice for cloud to cloud integration. Definitely cloud integration is the default recommended solutions. Then we have the gray zone between on-premise to cloud integration. Here, more forward-looking customers can definitely leverage all the benefits of a platform as a service, like we ship every month new capabilities, new features. We are the platform provider. We make sure the platform is up and running. So here, definitely a good choice would be the platform, the SAP Cloud Platform integration. However, customers who only have a couple of cloud integration scenarios and are completely happy with process integration, they can also leverage the same integration content that we deliver for cloud integration also with the process orchestration release 7.50. So with this latest release 7.50, we even downported the cloud integration on the runtime on-premise. So on-premise focused customers can also use cloud integration content on-premise. Okay, that's that's really mm -hmm. nice. So the, the mm -hmm. two offerings are really complementary. Mm -hmm. But let's stay with SAP Cloud Platform integration a bit longer. So what are like some, like in the last month or so, what are mm -hmm. some recent innovations um, that we, with which we enhanced SAP Cloud Platform integration, which make the product great? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's also a very good uh, question as always, Sven. So I would categorize these new capabilities into two main areas. One area, which is definitely one of the benefits of cloud integration is the pre-packaged integration content. Yeah? So we have pre-packaged scenarios. These are six to 700 scenarios that we support meanwhile out of the box. They're all published in the public SAP API business hub where we publish our own APIs into it, also from the cloud platform, from all our cloud applications, S4HANA, um, Hybris, etc. The APIs are published and also our pre-packaged integration content and where we see a huge adoption in the, uh, in the uh, cloud platform integration are actually these legal scenarios in which customers have to do because of legal reasons. No? Usually they don't bring any business benefit, they have to do it. They are usually quite complex, no? security prone, no? you have to yeah, encrypt the messages, bring them into a proper format. No? These legal authorization, uh, authorities in the different countries, of course, publish their requirements in the language of the country. They keep on changing their scenarios, no? so it's really quite a pain. So here, this is a niche where SAP provides tons of integration content. The latest one, for example, is a scenario which is now legally due starting 1st of July in Spain, no? where customers, all customers around the world who do business in Spain have like um, legal entities, subsidiaries in Spain need to register and provide you know, for each and every invoice that they send to their business partner also to the tax authority you know, to reduce corruption. You know. So the tax authority also needs to know, you know which kind of VAT you know, is being yeah, is being uh, charged. You know, so they need to uh, be informed you know, electronically about all the VAT uh, information that needs to be provided to the tax authority. Yeah? And so this is really a pre, you mentioned pre-built integration, so right? Content, yeah. Integration content. So with this 
if 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 now a new customer would have mm -hmm. the same scenario because it's mandatory in Spain yeah. if you do business there. So would it mm -hmm. how so the customer would only have to configure a bit and then could consume it out mm -hmm. of the box or or does the con um, customer just get a tutorial where he can use mm -hmm. plug and play features to put it together himself how does that work yes that's also a very valid question Sven yes definitely so it's actually plug and play ne? so we provide everything that we can from SAP side ne? customers just uh, have basically Uh, to download the content, configure a couple of URLs, ne, like the URL of the tax authority. And of their own service. Of their own <laughs> service, yes, ne, on both sides. They usually have to install a certificate, which they get, ne, so it's a customer specific. So it's secure. Secure, secure communication, and that's it. So all the rest of the communication, uh, the mapping into the from the SAP invoice, ERP invoice, ne, into the format that is required on the, uh, on the Spain tax, Uh, authority, uh, the the encryption, etc. And all this is prepackaged content, so customers don't have to worry about this at all. Plus, all the legal changes now that will yeah. come are automatically supported now by SAP out of the box. Yeah, that's really great. So let's uh, come to an end of that here. Mm -hmm. um, so, do you have a couple last words of why you would recommend SAP Cloud Platform integration to our customers? Yes, that's a very good question <laughs> again, Sven. So definitely, so platform as a service, ne, as such, provides the huge benefit now that customers don't have to worry about all the admin tasks. Everybody who did integration in the past knows the upgrade of the integration platform can be rather a pain, not the technical upgrade of the platform itself, but the testing of the end-to-end -end scenarios after the platform upgrade. And here, now we from SAP are the ones who are responsible to maintain the platform. So we do monthly upgrades without any downtime and without any incompatible changes. So a huge benefit that customers can concentrate fully on their end-to-end -end integration scenarios without worrying about the platform that I would see, plus all the prepackaged integration content are the key drivers and benefits that SAP Cloud Platform can bring to the table. Okay, that's mm -hmm. really great. So thanks a lot for uh, making yourself available and for this interview. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Thanks, Sven, for giving the opportunity and goodbye. Hello, it's me again. I'm gonna cover what upcoming events are. On July 28th, we have SAP Code Jam Budapest with a focus on SAP Cloud Platform IoT services. And on August 29th to 31st, there's a big event, uh, Success Connect in Las Vegas, where uh, SAP Cloud Platform will represent success uh, factors uh, extensions. And on S September 2nd, we will have SAP Inside Track in Berlin. And then right around the corner in September, October and November, we will have SAP TechEd around the world. So here all the SAP experts are already hard at work in making this a great event for you. That's a wrap for today. Remember to keep engaging with us online, share your knowledge via blogging or Twitter. And if there's anything you want to hear about, On this podcast, connect with us via at SAPCP on Twitter. We will be listening for you and looking forward to your contributions. Until then, goodbye from us. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. 
The SAP Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our OpenSAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you.